fade in. Exterior, a redwood forest. Twilight. Full moon rising between trees. Green city limits sign next to dark highway. Dissolve to... Sign. White block letters. Arcadia, California, population 16,179. Freeze frame. Superimpose. Episode 58. Treatment. Saturday, June 27th, 2009. Sometimes I forget that Karen spent like six years telling people what to do for a living. She's mostly so chill, it's hard to remember she gets shit done when she needs to. Which is to say, Mom and I had to talk her out of going straight over to Elliot's house and just bringing him home with us. Honestly, I don't think it's the worst idea ever, getting him away from his dad, I mean, but until we figured out what to do about the purchaser, I don't think it would do any good. I'm glad I talked to them, both of them. Holly was... A little weird about everything, but I expected she would be, given the whole telling her that her dead brother actually made a successful deal with them, and oh, by the way, that weird kid that's been staying here, he's your nephew thing, but aside from that, she was great. She's actually the one that convinced Karen we couldn't just go on a boyfriend rescuing mission. She still thinks we should, but she said that we needed to think about the best way to do it, because since it was part of the bargain, it was going to be complicated. God, I feel so much better with them on my side. I hated feeling like I had to keep stuff secret. I mean, it's not like I tell them everything about my life, but this is big. I've been so... just... In the middle of it, it's been hard to see how actually big it is. There are all these small parts, Will and Elliot and Thomas and the doors and the key and the bargain, and... Hell, some of those parts aren't even actually that small, but it's easy to get caught up in just thinking about one and miss that it's part of this whole everything. And, okay, maybe I kind of didn't really register what it actually meant that I was supposed to be taken, kidnapped, by them, for who knows how long. Maybe that was just kind of an abstract idea, not an actual reality that I got, but seeing how the moms reacted... I was starting to sort of get it before, but seeing them be scared and angry about it. Anyway, it sunk in. For real. And if I let myself think about it too much, it really scares me. So I'm not thinking about it. I mean, I am. But not a lot. Just enough to keep track of how dangerous this could be if we don't figure out what to do. And on that note, Leah says she knows how to help Elliot. So we're going to make a plan. And now there are four of us, which is better than two. I think. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Slow down. Say that again. Which part? All of it. Nicole! (sighs) Elliot is a doorkeeper. We need to find out where... Okay, okay. how do we know that? I asked Thomas. And he told you? Just straight out? He never tells me stuff like that. You have to know how to ask him and listen to what he says. I'd listen. You have to listen right. That is not the point right now. Elliot is a doorkeeper. We need to find his door. You with me so far? Yeah. Okay, good. So, we need to find his door, and then we tell him we're going to close it unless he does what- like that? Yeah, we tell him we'll close it unless he does what we want him- That sounds a lot like threatening him. 
Sure, I guess. But what matters is that we're letting him know that we know that he Do needs the door. Do you think that's a good idea? Do I think what is a good idea? Threatening someone who is half fairy? Because to me, that sounds like a colossally bad idea. You would say it's a bad idea. <sighs> we're not really threatening him. We just need him to know that we know that he needs the is door. Is he to- going to know that? What? Is he going to know that we aren't really threatening him? Nico, do you want to hear my plan or not? I do. I do. I just also want to not die. (sighs) Okay. Yes, these are valid objections. Okay. But can you please just listen to the whole thing before you decide it's not going to work? I didn't say it wasn't going to work. I said it seemed really dangerous. Nico! Sorry. Go on. One more time, from the top. Elliot is a doorkeeper. We know this because Thomas told us. Yes, he did. Do not interrupt. We also don't know if closing a doorkeeper's door does something to them, but we can infer it's probably not good. We also know that the capital T them need doors to come here, and we know that the purchaser has to be here physically to control Elliot. So, we find their door, and we tell them we can close it, which we can, and that we will if they don't give human Elliot the chance to choose if he wants to keep being an Ilfig or not. (sighs) Okay, now you may ask questions. What if he doesn't care that we're going to close his door? He... I don't know. But I think he'll care. From the way Thomas talks about it, I think their society or whatever is about who has power or authority uh, over who. And power comes from what they control. Their holdings. Exactly. If the door gets closed, then that's one less thing he holds. Which makes him less powerful. And less important, right. Okay. So it's a calculated risk. Mm Mm-hmm. But it should work. Everything Thomas told me and everything I've read and just, you know, everything says it should. And if it doesn't, we can just keep closing them until he does. Yeah. What? I thought about it a lot and talked to my moms. I'm still not sure if we should plan on closing all the doors. That seems really final. I mean, I don't think it would be final final. Like, they'd never be able to get back to Arcadia or whatever, but pretty final? It'd take time before they could open another door, probably. So I think for now we shouldn't, like, intend to close them all, but I think if we have to, if that's what it takes to give Elliot a chance to decide who he wants to be, then we should do it. <sighs> okay. So... Where do we start looking for this door? I told you we needed a plan for this. There's no way we're going to just stumble across a magic door walking around the town at random. And I said I was fine with making a plan. I just think we can do that without using your creepy red string murder board. It's not a murder board. Well, it looks like a murder board. It is a collection of useful information and the ways in which it's all connected. Using red string. It's what we had. Okay, how about we take a break, I'll go home and go over my notes. Your creepy murder boy. My notes? And you go, I don't know, 
research your way. Look it up online, we both make lists of potential locations, and tomorrow we meet up to check them out. Whatever! I... <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm just... Ugh. Yeah. Me too. I think we're on the right track. We just need to think about it logically. <laughs> <laughs> Logically. Logically. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, you have fun with your totally not a murder board and message me if inspiration strikes, okay? Yeah. You too. I... Shit. What? Will. Where? Over there. I... Nico. Yeah? Why is Will leaving the hardware store with a plastic bag obviously carrying rope and gloves? He's doing yard work? Leah? Yeah? Did you happen to notice that what he dropped was a package of extra-large zip ties? Yard work... You, you don't think he's, I mean, he's been trying really hard to get you alone. You don't think. That he's planning to kidnap someone? <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a stupid thing to worry about. Yeah. So you, uh, <laughs> you're going to be okay, right? We shouldn't, like, call the cops? Or your mom? I'll be fine, Nico. I'll walk you home. Just in case. You do not need to... Okay. Okay? Yeah, okay. Okay. Leah, are you sure you're going to be okay? Yes. But I'm not going to take stupid risks either. Unlike me? Yeah, that was a subtext. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, coming. We're dating. I wanted to take him out to dinner or a movie or something. We've barely gotten to do anything because we had stuff going on, but now school's out and I thought he'd have more free time. I figured he's been busy applying for college, and but I didn't hear from him and he wasn't at school and I got worried and I just wanted hey, to go hey, on a date with hey, him. Hey, it's okay. Take a breath. You're not going to get in trouble just because you sent him, uh, you know, a few dozen emails. Wasn't that many. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm exaggerating a, a tiny bit. But come on, you did kind of fill up our answering machine. I was worried about him. You're a good kid, Nico. Exactly the kind of kid I want my kid to date. When he's got time to date. Yeah, no, I get it. He's got a lot of responsibilities. I really respect that. I'm glad to hear that. So could you ask him to call me back? Maybe? When he's free. I thought we understood each other here. Uh, no. I mean, we do. He's got stuff to do. So you understand why he can't be distracted, then? Yeah, but I wasn't going to distract- Elliot is going places in the family business, son. Uh, like I said, you're a good kid. 
But until he's established himself, any relationships would be a distraction. I have put a lot of time and resources into making sure that he's set up for success. You're on my side here, right? You want him to succeed, don't you? I mean, sure. Yeah, but I don't see how uh, dating... Good. So you understand that right now, his absolute A1 first priority is the work he's doing with his mentor. Mentor? <laughs> I know the two of you had a little, uh, in disagreement, shall we say? Uh, at a prom. You and his mentor. And, frankly, we can't have that happening again. Elliot deserves this, Nico. I know you're with me here. I mean, you've seen all the work he's put in. Sort of, I guess, but are you saying So what do you that... say? Uh, man to man. Mr. Baldwin, I wouldn't do anything to hurt Elliot, but I don't see how... Fantastic. So, there's not going to be any more calls, no emails. I, I'm not some old fogey that makes his kids go online in the living room, uh, you know. Uh, but I do like to keep an eye on who he's writing and what they're saying. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> I like you, Nico. Really. And you're a falconer. If you're still in town in a couple years, say, after Elliot turns 18, well then, I think you two would make a perfect couple. You know, I am really glad we had this talk, buddy. Now, if you'll excuse me, duty calls. <laughs> you know how it is. I, yeah, uh, sure. Bye. Well, shit. Smash cut. Black screen. Over black roll credits. Nico McCleary is played by M. German. Leo Webster is played by Kalen. Mr. Baldwin is played by S.J. Riker. Arcadia, California is a production of Law of Names Media. It is written and directed by Lee Seguente and edited by Eric Seguente. You can find more information about the show, its cast, and crew at arcadiacalifornia.lawofnames.com or join us on Discord at discord.lawofnames.com. Fade out. <laughs>